with two awesome ladies that we are going to meet here in just a second, um, Jenna and Renee. But yeah, no Matt on the podcast, just just good old Cat. We thought it'd be fun to just do a ladies podcast, so here we are. And um, something that I kind of asked these ladies to come on was just to talk about health and wellness. It's something that um, I've just recently found a huge passion for, and I found that it's really good to find people in find a community who also have that same passion to help um, guide you and give you good tips and tricks. So they're going to come on here and share a little bit about their um, their experience, what they've learned, and how that can connect to the outdoors. So we hope you find it helpful and um, that you enjoy it. So we have on here today with us, like I said, is Jenna and Renee. So Jenna, how about we start with you and you just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I was actually recently on Cat and Matt's uh, Now Outdoorsy podcast and told you that I am a float nurse at a medical clinic. Um, so I guess just with that experience, um, I've been able to um, help in different specialties um, and doing family practice, internal medicine, and um, dermatology, um, OB-GYN, um, orthopedics, so quite a bit of um, different things. And I think just being in that um, atmosphere has really made me start to question um, alternatives to options that patients are given in the clinic. Um, because I feel like I see a lot of options for medicine, um, being the, you know, the option for, um, helping certain diseases. Um, and so that kind of led me to doing my own research, um, and just looking at what, what else patients could do. And that includes myself. Um, and then that also led more into um, other areas in my life, kind of researching um, like the products that I was using, the ingredients that I had, because a lot of the times we see patients that are, you know, diagnosed with a certain disease and they're just trying to kind of get through it to get to, um, to get to through the next few years in life um, or something that, um, they want to help with their symptoms. So um, if I can prevent that in some way, that's mm -hmm. my goal. And so um, I just started to look into research of um, the ingredients that I was using, the um, products, um, air fresheners, candles, perfumes. Um, and then also my last resort was actually food, which I'm still obviously diving into. And that's a big one for um, doing research in. So that's kind of a little bit about, about my story um, and a big um, pivotal moment in that um, was when I went to um, a party that my friend had. It was actually an essential oil party back in May of tw 2019. And so that kind of kick-started my, um, yeah, just looking into health and wellness and how that impacts your life overall. Yeah, so you're really coming at it from not only knowing like a medical stand on it, but because you've done the background and going to nursing school, but now you're also seeing that there's another side of learning more of a maybe a cleaner 
way. And there's, why not try it, right? It's kind of what some of your experience has yeah. been like. Or these just, things that you're doing, it's not going to hurt you to cut out these products. Yeah. You know, finding more. I love that. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Neat. All right, Renee, let's hear a little bit about your background of just like how you have came into the health um, journey and wellness and kind of a little bit about your story. Yeah. So my name's Renee and I have also been a previous guest on the podcast. Um, right now I work at a functional medicine clinic in Rapid City and I am getting my certificate to become a health coach. Um, how I became interested in kind of more the holistic health is, uh, actually started when I was 21 and I started breaking out, which I had never done before. And of course I immediately go to the dermatologist and Long story short, um, the dermatologist was not able to help me. Doctors really weren't able to help me, and they would prescribe me, you know, prescriptions and medicine, but it just wasn't working. And so that forced me to look at alternative methods to heal. And so I really deep dived into my own research, and that was really the first time the idea even came to me that food is more than just calories. Food is nutritional value and it impacts our body in a lot of different ways. It forced me to look into the products I was using, my lifestyle. So that's really where I started getting interested in holistic health was kind of when I guess I'd say traditional medicine kind of failed me in a little bit of a way. I realized, oh, this isn't working. I need to find a different method. Um, And then since college, I have worked in two different chiropractic clinics. Like I said, now I'm in a functional medicine clinic. So that's been really cool too to get, to kind of be immersed into the whole holistic health, just get a different view on health and healing. Yeah. Um, And then with that, um, what would you say are some of your like, before we get into the outdoors part of, obviously this podcast also likes to focus on the outdoors, but also what would you say your guys is like, passions are for like health and wellness like where do you find passions like in that either of you um mine is definitely hormones women's hormones Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about that I want to continue my education to become certified specifically in women's health and hormones um just because I've struggled with my own I've seen a lot of friends struggle with theirs and I think it's becoming a bigger and bigger problem for a lot of women, and I see just a lot of women go through kind of some needless heartbreak and struggles that um, could be corrected if we just knew a little bit more about our hormones. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I, I'm also interested in hormones, but also just like kind of the big picture perspective of everything because I haven't really thought. I guess. Um, like, if I was given an opportunity to be able to practice, um, like, or be close to some sort of, like, functional medicine clinic, maybe I'd be more inclined to something or another, but I guess I haven't really thought about that, like, any certain particular passions, but just educating people on, like, what are you putting in your body? Mm. What are you exposing yourself to? That is just, like, kind of an umbrella, I guess, but, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, no, I love that. I feel like just a little bit of these ladies as I have really looked up to them and they've used them as resources like Jenna, if you 
follow her on her Instagram, um, which maybe you don't want people to know, but I, you can, you can, you can message me if you want to know more about Jenna's pot or her Instagram, but she'll like share how to use clean products and that's really helpful. And then Renee, she has an Instagram page that she just started and um, it's, it's Renee Wellness. Is there Renee, more to Renee Lee Wellness. Renee Lee, which Lee's her middle name. Renee Lee Wellness. And she's also going to be sharing um, tips and tricks on there if you guys want to check her out. But I like... I'm really lucky because Renee's my sister-in-law, so I just go on walks with her, and then I just pick her brain about, like, hey, like, you know, what kind of supplement should I be taking, and so-and-so. She always has good answers. So both of these ladies I really trust, which I think is really important when you're starting to dive in to maybe an alternative way to your health because there's a lot of things out there and a lot of things that um, are just fads and they're not really helpful in the long run or they're not sustainable for the long run. And so it's really important to find people out there that you really trust and, um, care about you and not just trying to sell you something and a quick fix. So anyway, that would just be my little tip to people is like find people that really care about you, who really do you trust in what they're doing, maybe have a background in some way of, you know, whether they've worked in the medical field or, you know, they've been working with, you know, functional health doctors or chiropractors, you know, whatever it is, or maybe they've just been a lifelong learner of these things. But um, just to get back into like the outdoor side, I was just curious, like how have the outdoors and just being outside impacted your life because I do think there's a correlation there a lot of the times I think being outside just connects me back to our roots back to nature back to where it all kind of started you know it it brings me back to the basics whether it comes to food or Mm -hmm. even just grounding myself you know in a crazy and hectic life uh, being outside and in nature is really grounding, just kind mm-hmm. of brings you back to center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I would say kind of the same thing. Um, and then just, I think it's good for mental health, um, for mm-hmm. spiritual reconnection, um, bonding with other people. Um, even if it is yourself that you're just, you know, clearing your mind from the day or, or, um, just trying to think about, um, you know, what, Mm. what your day was like and just kind of processing that or praying, um, those sorts of things. Um, and so, um, one thing that I think of a lot is that our, um, outdoor air quality is five to seven times less toxic than inside. So if you think of like, um, like our candles or like diffusers, um, air fresheners, like that sort of stuff. Um, those things do cause pollutants that are bad for us. And so just like getting outside and being able to, um, breathe in the fresh air quality, um, can sometimes help with that clarity that you may need. Hmm. That's such a really good point. Never really think about it. Cause like guys like candles, bad for you not good <laughs> not good for you you need to make sure you're getting some good candles done that are produced correctly because mm-hmm. i've like learned a lot of crazy things i know they're cute i know they smell good 
Yeah, the ambiance was hard for me to keep, uh, but it's there, hard. there are clean candles out there. Yeah, yes, there are. Yes, yeah. Find the clean candle. Yeah, it's gonna cost you a lot, mm-hmm. but it probably burn longer. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm still on that journey. I feel like I've been willing to get rid of candles, but I haven't quite been willing to commit to buying, but the candles that are made correctly but that's just the journey I'm on I, it's a slow journey mm-hmm. if I could tell anyone anything it's okay to do this slowly I feel like I've just every time we run out of a product then I have been replacing it like with trying a more natural product um yeah I use the think dirty app that's yeah the app I use yeah yeah like EWG it. is a good reference as well um for looking up like um like the dirty dozen if you're in the grocery store and you need to know like what products should I buy that are organic um or the clean 15 so the products that you don't necessarily need to buy organic but the dirty dozen is the stuff that you really should focus on getting organic because those have the most pesticides on them um what else was I gonna say um oh yeah like Kat said before too Um, one thing that I tried to do when I was, um, after being introduced to, um, like, uh, just being challenged to look at ingredients in my, um, in my home was one of my friends had said, just go to each cabinet and just kind of like slowly work through that cabinet and then move on to the next cabinet. So like, if it's under your sink, like, what's your dish soap look like? Oh, okay, maybe we can switch it out. Or, like, yeah, like, when it's gone, you can get rid of it. Or, like, what's your hand soap? What is, like, what's in that? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the hardest one for me was the bathroom products. I guess that was, like, oh, gosh, I have to get rid of hairspray. Or, like, I need to find a better hairspray. Like, that sort of stuff mm-hmm. was a little bit more challenging. But, yeah, taking mm-hmm. it slow, taking it, like, one product or one food at a time um because I think if you immerse yourself completely it's hard to really stay in it and stay committed to it and it's a big money jump right away if you do it all like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna throw everything away okay we'll be ready you're about to drop a lot of money but if you do it slowly it's like okay well yeah that was four dollars instead of two I mean not, but I would say I've actually been pleasantly surprised that it's not that big of a difference mm-hmm. price-wise for yeah. some things. And I would say, too, don't be so overwhelmed by the price because when you first go into it, yeah, that might seem overwhelming. And let's be honest, we all we all like to live so we have, you know, money. We don't want to spend all our money on cleaning right. products. Yeah, that's right, not fun. Right. Um, there's a lot you can do with just some baking soda and vinegar, and that's pretty natural. So mm, mm. you don't have to go out and buy those clean products mm. you see at on Target. You can make your own for pretty cheap, and they're pretty dang effective. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great point. Um, just to going, I'm going to kind of switch to nutrition right now. Would you, just for our listeners, maybe give them three tips on how they could improve their nutrition do you or or maybe you have one and the other one has one but maybe just a couple things on how they could um help their nutrition um so my first tip for nutrition would be um like 
I'm going to promote you, Renee, maybe meeting with a health coach. Um, or if you wanted to do it like a cheaper way, you could follow people on social media. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned earlier EWG. I think that's a good um, reference. And the Think Dirty app, like Kat said. Um, or even like reading books. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, just finding um, other people that are invested and maybe have done a lot of research on that particular topic so it's kind of nice to get their opinion um their educated opinion and just kind of a summary and so then if you were like I'm pretty sure that's not right then you can look at it yourself but they could at least give you a little summarization of that um number two um I would say researching how the products you buy are produced and grown are they like being imported from a long ways away because that can affect um, their quality and um, you know the amount of preserv preservatives that are on them um, and three is um, kind of like Kat said earlier having a community of people that you can pass ideas along to mm -hmm. um, give them samples to try if you have some or like you know recipes um or like I know in like my work we've given each other samples of like healthier food options or like snack ideas mm, or whatever yeah. and like we've brought them for each other to try and then we're like oh sweet potato brownies I would never try those but wow these are actually really good so yeah stuff like that I think helps um to encourage you to keep going to when it seems like oh this seems more expensive or this seems mm -hmm. just like a lot of work it yeah. helps helps to have um others around you that are doing it too yeah definitely oh those are good tips um my first tip would be just kind of start where you're at if you're someone who doesn't eat veggies currently you don't have to go from not eating veggies to buying organic foods that's a big jump i get that it would be great if you just got some veggies in your diet in the form of canned vegetables or frozen veggies. I mean, there's more nutrients in that than if you're not having them. So yeah. you don't have to make those big jumps right away. Make baby yeah. steps. Start where you're at. Have grace on yourself. Um, my second step or tip would be to try and eat real foods. Um, by real food, that means that... It's, it's a whole food. There's not a whole lot of ingredients in it. If you had to, you could go out and find it in nature. So you could go find an apple in nature. You could go find a cow in nature. You're not going to find, mm. you know, a bag of potato chips in nature. Um, mm. So that is, that's my tip on just the more whole foods you can get in your, in your diet, the better. Um, that doesn't mean you have to throw out anything that's not a whole food. But maybe just start to crowd them out in little ways. By adding mm -hmm. more whole foods than you previously were. So yeah. again, baby step there. And then my third step for nutrition, and this has been really helpful for me, is when you do have a meal or snack, make sure there's a protein, a carb, and a fat. Um, when you pair those three together, that's really going to help balance blood sugar, and it's going to keep you fuller longer. Um, carbs work in our body by pushing blood sugar up. Proteins work by pushing blood sugar down, and then fat slows the absor absorption of both of those. So those three 
macronutrients work really well together. So when you have a meal or snack, just make sure you have three of those paired together and you're gonna feel a lot better, you're gonna feel fuller for longer. And like I said, it, it balances blood sugar, which is really important just for our overall energy mood mm-hmm. in general. Okay, so a, a, a protein, a carb, carb, and a fat. Yep. So like whether like a like protein could be, could what if it's not meat? Could it be from almonds or, or yeah. like what is it any like, yeah, what are some, t- I guess I, for people listening, like what could be a good example of a good protein, for example, a snack, what could be a good example of a protein, a carb and a fat that for a snack? Yeah. And it's cool because some foods include all of those in it. Oh, so like if cool. you were to have some trail mix, like if you had some nuts and seeds with some dried fruits, you'd have your protein, carbs, and fat all right there because the nuts are a good source of protein. They're also a good source of fat. So it's kind of a protein and a fat all in one. Mm -hmm. And then the carbs would be, um, you know, having some like dried fruit, like pretty much anything's a carb. Like your lettuce is a carb. It's a very, it's not a very substantial carb, you know, but, or like if you, this is making me feel better because in my head I'm going, okay, like protein i better get a little hamburger on there yeah <laughs> a little carb a little piece of a bread and then thinking some avocado for a fat like so this is that gives me more peace of mind yes. there's things out there that have maybe all of them and i'm like whoa that's that's gonna be a lot but when you simplify it like that it's actually not as intense as yeah. you make it sound so cool one of my favorites is apples and peanut butter because the mm. peanut butter would be a protein and a fat and then the apple would be a carb. So okay. that would help with that blood sugar stabilization versus just having an apple. Like mm. your blood sugar is going to spike and then you're going to be hungry shortly after just because you didn't have that carb and protein mixed in. Or excuse me, the protein and fat mixed mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, because that was something I wanted to ask about with the outdoors was, like, what would you guys suggest as good, like, snacks for going outside? Like, whether that's us going hiking or us going going camping and we're trying to bring healthy snacks along on our adventure, you know, and we're going to be... You know, a lot of times when you go out, say, for example, you're going to go out camping, like you're out there maybe for a few days, you can't go into the store. So I was going to ask if you guys had any suggestions on like healthy snacks or good snacks that could be brought along on hiking, camping, whatever you're doing outdoors. You guys have any suggestions? Yeah. I kind of already gave some, like the apples and yeah, but some additional ones would be, um, it's pretty easy to make your own homemade trail mix if you just go buy mm. some seeds and nuts and some dried fruits, uh, maybe throw in some chocolate chips. Um, you could also have some beef jerky. That would be great, keep you full longer. Um, for dinners, one thing we like to do when we go camping is what make what we call a hobo meal. And so I kind of prepare those before we go camping, but I'll just put together some Uh, diced potatoes, some form of meat, um, maybe some like onions and peppers, throw them in tin foil with some olive oil, season them, and we throw them in the fire and let them cook that way. Um, That's a really easy, good filling meal um, that we like to do when we camp a lot. I love that because I think a lot of times we think, we're going to camp, we've got to bring the hot dogs and ketchup which isn't i'm not saying as bad guys it's actually because we do matt and i we do that because we are on the scale of 
whatever we can do, least minimum. But what you said, that doesn't sound too hard. No. I feel like I could do that. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, and then I have a Costco membership. So one thing that mm. we found is um, there's they're called Autumn's Gold Grain-Free Granola Bars. And so those are really good. They have um, like almonds and um, I think different seeds in them and maple syrup and vanilla and cinnamon. So just mm. like simple ingredients that I understand. Um, and they're pretty tasty too. Okay, yeah. So looking... If you're thinking granola bar, look, can you read what's in it? Is it a simple thing? Yeah. Yeah. And that could go for anything, really. Like, yeah. can you read the ingredients in the food that you're eating or that you're consuming? Mm. Yeah. I heard, a, I heard it put in an interesting way the other day that if your mind can't translate the ingredient, then it likely isn't going to translate well in your gut Ooh. either. Oh, I like Dang. that. Mm-hmm. I Just the other day, I bought a new peanut butter. And it was, like, fun to read it and be like, wow, there's actually not a lot of things in this one. And I know all the ingredients because I have, like, another peanut butter and it's got, like, so many added sugars and, like, all like other things. That I was like, why is this in there? So it was kind of interesting just to um, be on that journey of, like, can I read what's on the back of my, what food's going into that. So, um, also I wanted to ask you guys just kind of about hydration and just like if you, cause I, I, I have found that like hydration plays such a key role too in our health and our wellness. And just like, it's such a thing we forget to give our, like give to ourselves is drinking water. So I was curious if you guys had any like suggestions on how much we should be drinking. You know, I, I never know. So I'm like, here are the experts I'm going to ask. Um, I've always heard half your weight in ounces. That's, I guess, yeah. I, so I truthfully don't like personally track that well how much I drink in ounces. Um, but I try to drink like at least 80 to 100 ounces of water per day. Um, but one thing that I wanted to add to was like making sure you're, getting like electrolytes if you're if you're like a super active person or if you're going on a hike or something you know when you like are sitting down and then you stand up and feel lightheaded that's probably because you work so hard that your electrolytes are depleted so like actually getting a good electrolyte replacement I'm not talking about Gatorade or Powerade because those things are not the best sources um but there is something that we tried recently called Relight. It's R-E hyphen L-Y-T-E. Um, and it's made by Redmond. Um, and so that has a good source of sodium in it. Um, and it's it doesn't have any artificial color in it, in it, but it still has flavor, like different types of flavors you can try. Um, and then it helps with like if you just did a workout or, you know, you went on a hike or, um, something of that nature, then, um, you can at least hydrate your body back to, um, or give yourself hydration. I love that. Cause I've actually been, I don't know if it's like a new thing, but like a lot of things come down about electrolytes. Like you can like, is there such a thing as having too many electric electrolytes? Is there? Yeah, and okay. I think it'd be probably too pretty difficult to get 
too many in. I think as Americans, we probably have too few, if anything. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. Love that. Yeah. Um, an easy way to get some added electrolytes, too, would just be adding a squeeze of lemon juice to your water or just slicing up a lemon, putting it in your water bottle for the, for the day. You can also add some sea salt. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be a really easy way to get in some electrolytes. Um, and I don't think it tastes bad either. I like having lemon water every morning. Um, if you want something a little extra, add some sea salt in there. Um, I don't put the sea salt in my drink that I drink throughout the day, but you definitely could. And that might be a good idea to, for me to start doing when I'm out hiking. Um, and then, yeah, hy- hydration is just good for your body in general so that your cells can do the job that they were meant to do. It helps detoxify. We just know it's good for us. And like Jenna said, I don't really measure it throughout the day. I just carry a water bottle with me throughout the day and um, hope my pee is clear. That's an easy way to tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to be better about it because I'm always just like, I really don't want to go to the bathroom. And that's so r- bad, guys. Like, I'm just so like that when I'm out, out in the wilderness. I'm like, but I don't want to use that nasty porta potty out there, so I don't want to drink this water. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but that's how I feel sometimes. So I'm like, I don't want to drink the water because then I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to regret it later. I'm going to have a headache or I'm going to feel even more exhausted because, like, man, when I do drink the water, I always feel a lot better in the day. But anyway, so I was curious about that. And then um, I guess just my last, like, as far as health and wellness is just, like, I have been just thinking more about like just sun exposure and curious on your thoughts on that because when we are outdoors we are going to be more than like we're always going to be out in the sun like no matter what there's going to be a sun during the day so kind of talk to us about just maybe like how do we help keep ourselves safe with the sun um what benefits can we get from the sun and if you guys knew anything on that share on that All right, Renee and I think have two different opinions, but we totally respect each other and it's just based on whatever you feel comfortable with. So, um, last year I read um, something this gal had said. Um, She tries to eat seasonally. So, she said like in the fall and winter she eats more like broths and soups Um, warm meals because your body's colder and then in the summer and spring she has more cold foods because her body's warmer like salads Um, and so she talked about um, an unpopular opinion she said that she thinks um, like if you're in tune with that part of your life like if you're eating like the colder stuff in the summer to hydrate yourself you're eating seasonal fruits and vegetables Um, she talked about like how she thinks your body should be able to create defenses, um, against the sun to protect itself. So she said she doesn't believe in sunscreen and I'm still not sure how I feel about that hundred percent, but I kind of feel like it's something I put into practice at least last summer because the amount of times that I am outside and like actually just sitting under the sun is pretty minimal um just because I work full-time so it's kind of difficult to get the appropriate amount of vitamin d um but I don't know I I guess I'm kind of on board with that idea it just makes sense and it's kind of something that I'm very intrigued by 
Well, they probably didn't have sunscreen long ago. Yeah. So what did they do? Mm-hmm. You know, other than find ways to pr- naturally do protect themselves from it. So that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, so we all know sunshine's important. It boosts our mood. We know that. You just need to go out in the summer and to see that that's true for a lot of people. Sunshine makes us happy. Um, sunshine also gives us vitamin D, which is really important because vitamin D uh, not only acts as a vitamin in our body, but it acts as a hormone. So, and that's something that when you live up in the north like we do, we just do not get enough of in the winter. It's almost impossible. Um, so that can be when supplementing with vitamin D can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as sun exposure, I've heard it's recommended that you get at least 15 minutes a day of, uh, just sun on skin, no sunscreen or anything, sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I do personally advocate for sunscreen and maybe it's just a little more personal for me. You know, we lost my mom to skin cancer when I was really young, so I've always been very mindful of protecting my skin, Um, and it's really hard to find a clean sunscreen out there. Um, If you do find a good one, share it with us, (laughs) because they're hard to find. For me, I have come to the point where I know that uh, too much sun exposure from UV radiation can be really damaging, and that it can cause cancer, it ages us way quicker with wrinkles, sunspots. Um, So I'm willing to take the risk of putting some toxins on my body in the form of sunscreen. I've just weighed the the cost and risk and I've accepted that I'm going to wear sunscreen. Um, That's that's just my personal Mm -hmm. take on that. Um, I've heard that back before there was sunscreen though that people use coconut oil as a natural sunscreen. Mm. Um, or just the inside of a coconut kind of rub that on you. I haven't tried it. It might be something worth trying, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, man, just so often I'm just like, I just want to be tan. And so I'm just like, come here, sun, burn me, then I'll be tan. And it's really wrong. And, and then I regret it the next day. And then I regret <laughs> it, and then I'm peeling, and then I'm like, this. It, there's nothing good about what I just did to my body. And I've, I've slow, I mean, I, I don't know if any of you in high school would do all those fake baking or go to the tanning and or like because you getting ready for prom I'm sure you knew people who did if you didn't do it yourself and it's like wow I don't know why I was doing that and now it's like I'm accepting that I'm this porcelain doll that's what I look like and it's okay um but yeah those are some really great tips just to kind of um these ladies have really great insights on just whether it's Listening, I, I what I really took away is like listen to your body, and it will tell you a lot of things. And really, surround yourself with community, and also like read ingredients and really look at what's going on either in your body or on your body. And so I think that was just really helpful. Helpful, and so I hope anyone out there who's maybe on that journey um, of health and wellness that that will help you, and also just to encourage you that there's, um, because I think it's all connected, you know, when you're feeling good inside your body, you're going to want to go outside more and go be active and being out, out, or active inside, whatever it is, you're just going to have a better balance in life. Um, but we do have to come to a close, which I am really sad because we are the jean jacket ladies today. We are wearing (laughs) our jean jackets. All three of us have jean jackets on. We look really cool. We're all friends. It's great to be together, but 
you know, we gotta wrap it up. So I have one last question for you guys, and it is, what do you love about the Adorers? And I know we kind of heard from these guys before, but I'll even spin it a little bit. What do you love about the outdoors with your wellness? Sorry, I kind of changed that on you guys with your wellness journey. Um, I would say it's just cool to be connected back into, and Renee kind of talked about this, but like going back out to a place that provides us with the nourishment that we need. Mm -hmm. Um, so whether that's, you know, hiking to, um, hiking up a mountain and like, oh, you find like some tree that has some fruit on it. Like, and then that's some nourishment to get you back down the hill. Um, or like you walk over to your friend's house and they have an orange tree or something like that. And just being able mm. to, um, nourish your body with ingredients that are supported in nature and that are grown in nature that, um, you find nourishment in, um, and that helps, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So basically grow a garden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how cool would that be though? Yeah. You're like outside, you see the nourishment, it can give you nourishment. Like, I think that'd be really cool. Do you have a garden? I do. Yeah, oh, that's A very cool. small garden. I but... love that though. That's cool. All right. How about you, Renee? Yeah, I would say for me too, it's just na being outside in nature is such a refresher um, to my mental health. That's a big one. You know, it kind of clears your head, brings you back um, to yourself and that's that's really important to our overall health, you know, is that we're mentally feeling good. And I think nature is really good at doing that for me. Like Jenna said, it's cool when you can go outside and find nourishment just in its natural form, whether that be in a garden or you're out hiking and you find some wild raspberries. Like, that's so fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just love that you can see the way that nature provides for us all on its own. We didn't have to do any work. It's just there. Um and yeah, it just brings, it always brings me back to the basics, which I just, I love that. I love that. So guys, yeah, take it from these ladies, go back to the basics, really think about, you know, what are you doing? Um, what are you putting in your body? Like we said, in your body, on your body and love the outdoors. It's fun guys. And you don't have to be extreme. You can just be like regular gals like us in our jean jackets. That's all you need. <laughs> well, all right, guys. It was so great to have you on. And we just really appreciate it. This is the Non-Outdoorsy Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye.